Hello. Oh, my heater's still on. There we go. Turn the heater off. Hello, and you join me in the, what is soon to become, the cold shed again. That's the click of the radiator. Got an oil heater and a fan heater. Because I'm in a shed, and it's winter, and it's cold. Which does mean, I'm glad I'm not signed up to that thing where if you don't use electricity, they'll give you uh, some money back. Because I was watching the news earlier, because this is what you have to do. You have to watch the news if you do this job. And they were saying that customers who sign up to that scheme could get, like, pound fifty back or something. Oh, it just frees me absolute. Hang on. Where's the square beep thing? You don't normally need this for the intro. There we go. Sweet. Freeze my absolute off for pound forty. You can on, mate. Anyway, so um, this is where, we, where we're at. We're in a shed. We're about to do a podcast of going through the newspapers and commenting on silly stories. Enjoy! Sorry, I was just distracted by another email about Black Friday. Just let me check the... No, Tuesday. Am I not understanding what days of the week are? Why am I still getting emails about Black Friday? Anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. On the show today, I'll be moaning about Black Friday. Nope, done that. Take that off. On the show today, Earth is in the news. I mean, that's really vague, but we'll have that. Um, we'll talk about the various watches. You know that we do Strictly Watch, uh, I'm a Celebrity Watch, Sports Watch, all of these. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow has competition when it comes to websites selling you wellness stuff that you don't need and stuff about clowns. Well, actually, maybe that's the same story. Anyway... This is the bit where normally we talk about the weather. I'll do it in two stages. In a second, the actual weather forecast using science to tell you what the weather's going to be. But first, let's have a look at what tabloids are saying. Brits have been warned to break out their big coats as winter roars in with a beast from the east. We know the phrase beast from the... Remember when beast from the east was the first time that turned up? And it was... Oh, it's tricky, wasn't it? But this newspaper has said it's a, a Russian snow blitz on the way. This is how much newspapers like to remind you of various wars. That's got the word Russian in it and blitz. Anyway, to the actual weather forecast, uh, we are looking at low cloud, mist and fog, especially overnight, persisting through Wednesday and into Thursday. I mean, it's, it's less exciting, so maybe we should stick with the tabloid stuff. You know, for a while, we've been doing various watch features where I play a silly jingle and then we talk about stuff that I've not been talking about. So, because it just makes it easy to fill up a radio show if that's what you're doing. So, because of Ellie Taylor being in Strictly, we've been doing... Strictly Watch. Strictly Watch. What's that? She's out. Oh, no. It says in the paper, Ellie Taylor became the ninth celebrity departure. Also, it says, the comic, 38. Is she 38? I guess what we can't do is Strictly Watch anymore, because the only reason I was doing it is because I knew Ellie Taylor was in it. Well, we still have... What's the other one we do? The I'm a Celebrity Watch? I'm a Celeb Watching. What do you mean it's done? Is it done? Well, I don't watch it, so I didn't know. All right, well, now we're scraping the barrel here. What other watch features have we been doing? Boris Watch. 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 Boris Watch. Boris Watch. He resigned. Oh, man, I am running out of watches that we can do. What other jingles have I got that I can play? Quick, play one. I listening to Stephen Starr. No, that's going too far back. Sir David Attenborough will narrate a BBC Earth experience next year. What's that? The Digital Journey... Through the world's seven continents opens with 
Oh, it doesn't matter, does it? Um, oh, it's in Ill's Court in March. Tickets are available. Oh, I see. Well, this is the thing with David Attenborough, Sir David Attenborough, to his friends, that you know he's going to be talking about animals. He might mention plastic bags. Is that really the experience you have on Earth? I'm presuming you live on Earth. I do. And I don't actually see that many animals. The odd fox, if I'm driving back late. Not really. Whereas my Earth experience is, is far more mundane, but I've got to be brutally honest. I think I'd prefer it. If Sir David Attenborough, if he were available, and I know he's a big fan of the show, so maybe he should do this, does an Earth experience that's a bit more related to what actual experience is like for us? Like this. Here we see a shopper collecting food and scanning it through the till. Only when finished buying the items do they then put them in the bag, holding up everyone in the process. This is a driver. See how he approaches this roundabout stealthily with no indication and then turns left. These slow walkers make sure they claim the whole pavement in a move that makes sure this territory is theirs and annoys the out of everyone. And that is the real experience on Earth. If they did one like that, I'd definitely watch it. This is cost of living crisis related, I suppose, and we, you know, we've, we've got a jingle for that. Of course, we have. It costs how much? Well, I'll tell you, Martin. Too much is what it costs because things are more expensive these days, and because of that, according to a survey, half of adults have admitted to buying low-quality, cheaper products to uh, cut short-term costs. I know what you're thinking; it's a false economy. If you buy cheap now, you might buy more often, but. Under 40s opted for the cheapest option over a superior alternative, whereas those aged 45 to 54 spent a little more. Well, that's interesting because I'm over 45, but I'm same deal. I maybe it's my northernness. But as soon as there was a recession heading this way, I started buying the cheapest version of anything I could get. I drive a you can you know and you can tell when the brand isn't what it's meant to be. The names of the products. You know, like if you go around an Aldi or a, a Lidl and you're like, this almost has the right name, but not quite. Like, I'm not using um, SIF on my work surface. I'm using one called WIF. You know what I mean? These days, I drive a Toyota Mavis. I don't know who makes it, but she's a lovely woman. My underpants have Kevin Climbs written on them. And I did that myself in, in pen. But, um, but some things I still spend a little extra on. Like, I, I do use HP Source. I'm paying for it in three monthly instalments. Way that old joke. <laughs> Countdown's Susie Dent is in the newspapers. She said that she used to suffer from... This is... Coolrophobia. I mean, of course she suffered from one with a big word. It's an extreme or irrational fear of clowns. Well, that explains why she didn't go on this year's I'm a Celebrity, but... It's a weird phobia, the phobia of clowns. Loads of people have it. You, you may well have it, for all I know. Can you explain to me why? Because if you're afraid of spiders, makes a lot of sense. Some spiders can bite you and kill you. If you're afraid of snakes, makes a lot of sense. Some snakes can bite you and kill you. I imagine you'll be there a long while before that clown managed to nibble away. Do you know what I mean? Every time he leans in to take a bite, his nose goes... Is that terrifying? I don't know. The... I don't know why people are afraid of them, because my mum used to be afraid of birds. She never liked any kind of birds, because when she was a child, she was in a farm and some birds kind of flapped and it scared her. 
Has anyone ever been set upon by a gang of clowns? Has anyone, suddenly you're walking down the street, a car pulls up and a couple of clowns get out and start hitting you? And you think that's bad? You should see how many more get out of the car. Oh, you be there all day. Queen are ready to play next. They've not renamed themselves to King, have they? They'd have to do all that Love and Pride songs, I suppose. Anyway, in the papers, Oti Mabusi has plans to um, get into the wellness market. She'll be taking on Gwyneth Paltrow with her goop. That's a sentence you're allowed to say. And Holly Willoughby launched a uh, website. What was hers called? Harvest Moon or something like that, wasn't it? Can't remember now. It probably says it in the news story, but I didn't read the whole thing. But both of them have launched wellness brands. And now Oti's going to be doing it as well. Which, if she doesn't bring out biscuits, would you not buy Oti biscuit anyway? Because of this, the former Strictly star and masked dancer is moving into the wellness space. She said, I'm thinking of a nice lifestyle studio with Pilates, yoga, spinning and dance dance classes make sense. But if she can make money selling wellness to idiots who think it's good for them, I can as well. Today, I announced the launch of my new website to compete with Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop. I'm launching Stephen Allen's Poop. It's as in like the ship. The the design, the logo is like a ship because of the poop deck. So there we go. And on my website, my wellness brand, it has all of the wellness gifts that you need in time for Christmas. For just £399, why not buy this soul massager? It can massage your soul without physical contact. You will not be sent an item in the post. For just £199, this quartz set square can be used to help align your chakra. Make sure your chakra are aligned to 90 degrees. And for just £399, this candle that smells like vanilla. Because I'm not a weirdo. I mean, I've got one of those websites, but come on. But I did notice this story that um, Katia Jones from Strictly says that she can't get a boyfriend because men are scared of her. The dancer says that she hasn't had a single date since splitting from her husband, Neil, three years ago. And look... I'm not being... I'm not trying to be harsh here. I'm just trying to be fair. Do you not think that sometimes... Because this happens a lot. Some lady in the news will say, Oh, men are scared of me. Can I just point out that, like, some men wrestle tigers for a living? Some men bungee jump, spelunk. Some men... Quite a few men dated Nancy Delalio. So... We're not really scared of things. I mean, some are, but not everyone. Maybe it's an excuse. I know I feel really harsh now, but it just feels like, would you not want to take ownership of something rather than, ah, I've not had a date in three years. That's because everyone else on this planet is afraid of me. Is it though? Well, the weird thing is, you know how I'm being really cautious, not wanting to say, take some responsibility, it might be you. Do you know why? Because I'm scared of her. Loads of upsetting stories in the papers. I see people on social media are angry at this one. Lager fans have slammed a decision to slash the strength of Fosters. Can you even... It's like trying to split an atom, isn't it? Slashing the strength of Fosters? Apparently they're also increasing the price. So there is that side of it, that for the same amount of money you get less alcohol. I know when they do it with the chocolate bars, and that's the one that really upsets me. It's called shrinkflation, so I guess this is drinkflation? If it's not... Copyright drinkflation, would you? 
think I wanted something here. Brewery chiefs say that they're promoting moderate drinking by reformulating the Aussie tipple. Uh, it's currently 4%. They're going to drop it to 3.7. Well, can you tell the difference between 0.3? Come on. Uh, this is from January the 23rd. Oh, during dry January, you'll come back and then you'll, you'll still get wasted on it. Uh, Foster's UK brewed by Heineken warned that pubs might be ramping up the cost as well. I will say this, though. If, if you're going out to drink strong lager and you're doing it with Foster's... <laughs> come on. Swiftly running out of time, we were going to talk about the police boss that's urged police to spend less time on social media, but do do they need to? The way Elon Musk's going, there won't be any of it left. So that's your podcast done. Yeah, this story is that a row erupted. This is your podcast extra story. A row erupted over sensational claims that Jesus was transgender. And you think, did it really? Or is that just what newspaper, you know what newspapers are like? Um, This is uh, Joshua Heath, a Cambridge research student, held a talk at Trinity College um, suggesting that Christ had a trans body. Now, I'm no expert. I think he's getting confused about transubstantiation, which actually, this is the thing. Trinity College is a bit of a hint as well. If you can get your head around Holy Trinity, so this son is also the Father and the Holy Ghost. Yeah, and then what's the transubstantiation? Oh, the bread actually is him. So the bread is the son which is the Father and the Holy Ghost. And at the end of this, we're saying, and also he might have been a she. If that's the thing that blows your mind. So we are, send the letters, whatever, or tweet me. You can tweet at Mr. Stephen Allen. I'm sure we'll have some interesting grown-up discussion about that analysis. Um, All you need to do is subscribe to wherever you found this, and you could continue to get my voice, my smooth voice, right in your ears. Mm. Till next time. Bye.